Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Unspoken Logos. Here we have open and honest conversations on subjects that the church is not willing to talk about. From topics such as Christian dating, deliverance, angels, demons, hell, sex, we talk about it all. So keep listening to hear what's coming up on today's conversation. you for tuning into episode number two of my podcast unspoken logos i'm your host sophie and i am so happy to have you join me for today's topic of conversation which we will get to in a few moments first of all if you don't know what my podcast title means then i explained this in episode one so you can head over and make sure to listen to that just a brief summary my podcast is a platform for me as a Christian, to be able to talk about everyday issues we face as human beings, such as sex, dating, identity questions, marriage, deliverance, so many things which the Bible talks about, but somehow along the line, the church has forgotten to mention these very things. And that is why I am here. That's what God has called me to do in this season. I am simply just being a voice in God's imperfect vessel for this project. So whether you've stumbled across this for the first time or you've followed me on other platforms, however you got here, you are so, so welcome. Just to let you know, if you haven't guessed, I am totally new to all of this. So episode one may have definitely not been sleek and I'm guessing neither will this episode, unfortunately, but I'm learning and I'm enjoying it so much and I'm sure the quality will only go up from here. So it's just my privilege, honestly. I just love getting to sit down and speak on these kind of topics. I just love that God has given me this desire placed within me to be able to have the opportunity to finally speak on issues that have just been so neglected by Christianity for whatever reason but we are here to break those barriers down in Jesus name and my heart is just that this would help people in issues they are struggling with as a Christian living in a secular society which as I always say is so hard to do praise God for the Holy Spirit but I just hope this helps break down those spiritual barriers that just seem to have been built up by the religious spirit over the churches and over Christian communities and that we will create a culture where these things can be spoken about. We just break off any curse, any assignment from the enemy right now and we just prophesy that the church will be the leaders of these tough and uncomfortable conversations. No longer will Christians turn to secular resources to help answer their questions. I just declare that these topics will become mainstream from Christian pastors, from Christian teachers, from born-again believers. So let's dive into today's conversation. I'm so excited to be talking about this. As Christians, you'd think we'd all agree on everything. you think we'd all be in unison, that old phrase, singing from the same hymn sheet. However, that is just not the case and it will not be the case until Jesus comes back. So what are we talking about today? The clue is definitely in the title. So we are talking about the realm of the spirit, the spiritual realm. And personally, and I think so many others, especially in the new age movement happening in society, have such a fascination with the supernatural, you know, ghosts, angels, spirits, afterlife, everything that is hidden behind the scenes of our natural and physical world. What I want to say before I begin is that I believe there are two forces at work in the spiritual realm. Those would be light and darkness. I actually believe that they're kingdoms and well-operated structures within another dimension of what we see with our physical senses. 
However, having said that, they are very tangible and they are very real. I believe that what we see, what we hear, what we experience in the natural are all manifestations of what has occurred in the spiritual realm first. So I'm going to reveal the truth behind all that we don't see and what the Bible tells us about all the things of the spirit. It's going to be so exciting. It's going to be such an interesting conversation. So let's get right into it. First off, I believe in spirit beings. In fact, I believe we are all spirit beings, that the body is just a physical encasement for your spirit. I also believe that there are spirits that do not contain a physical body. So I'd be referring to angels and demons at this point. I also believe there are ranks of these beings. For example, in the kingdom of darkness, you would have demons, fallen angels, principalities, powers, authorities. These are all different ranks. In the kingdom of light, it operates in a very similar way because the enemy is just a counterfeit. And so in the kingdom of light, it would be angels, archangels, cherubim, seraphim, Again, all with different ranks and assignments. I know that there are so many other religions and belief systems that agree with what I'm saying about us being spirit beings. However, this does not mean at all that we are speaking about the same theology. I'm talking about Christianity and basing all my views from the word of God. Satan has taken and twisted God's creation and turned it into a pathway and gateway to take people straight to hell through following a false religion system and worshipping false gods which is idolatry. Now that is already some heavy statements that I've released and I don't think you will hear what I've just said at your 10am Sunday service. Let's be honest, at this point, some Christians are probably going to start to think that I'm probably a wee bit crazy, but this is literally in your Bible. So if you want to prove me wrong, then open your Bible with me and I will give you some scripture to back what I'm saying up. So if we head to Colossians 1.16, it says, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. Let's jump to Ephesians 6.12. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. There is an unseen realm, another dimension to what we currently live in. God operates in and of this realm. And I'm sorry, but to me, that is not only fascinating, but so exciting that we are now co-laborers with Christ, which means the assignments, the plans that he has for us, our families, our cities, even our nations, means that we can work with him through the things of the Spirit. It's so unfortunate that there's become so much fear around the spiritual realm because of the connotations of it being associated with satanic or demonic rituals and activities. But we cannot allow the enemy to continue to steal and prevent believers from knowing the truth about these things. And yes, let's be real. It is true that there are extremely demonic entities that operate and satanic rituals do occur which allow people into this spirit realm. But we need this foreknowledge to understand the fullness of how the two kingdoms operate and how to overcome the enemy through the wisdom and guidance of the Holy Spirit. So at this point you might have many questions, one of which might be Sophie. If this realm exists, why can't I see it? Why can't we see demons? Why can't we see angels? Why can't we see the war that is happening every day between good and evil? Why then, if this exists, can't we see it? 
And that's a really good question. And actually, thankfully, it's a really simple answer. Our spiritual eyes were shut down on the day of the fall of humanity. So going back to the Bible, the day sin entered this world was the same day our spiritual senses were closed off. When Adam and Eve were deceived by the devil, their spiritual senses were shut down. Before this, they were walking with God in the cool of the day. They could hear God's voice clearly. They lived a life operated in the realm of the spirit in the Garden of Eden. But as soon as they disobeyed and sinned against God, their physical eyes were opened at that point. And one aspect of this reality was that they realised that they were naked in the natural. And shame and guilt began to fill their minds and hearts, just like sin does to us today, right? And now generations past, we too have had our spiritual eyes shut by the world around us. Now that does not mean that they can't be reopened. Especially as Christians, we can have access to this realm through and only through the Holy Spirit. That is so important. If you activate this any other way, through things such as witchcraft practice, which does include new age by the way, then this is sin. Also, we don't actively go into this realm without the permission or the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, he will take us into that realm through visions, dreams, physically being taken from our body, transportation, all these things are biblical, guys. So before you say I'm blaspheming, let's read from the very disciples. So I hope you kept your Bible open. Honestly, I don't understand how people think Christianity is boring. It is so much deeper than surface level. When you get beyond the surface, it's like a whole new world opens up. Anyway, let's go to Paul. He said, I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. John said, I, John, was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day, I was in the spirit and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet, which said, write on a scroll what you see. Ezekiel. On July 31st of my 30th year, while I was with the Judean exiles beside the Kibar River in Babylon, the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. In Acts, we read about Philip. It says, and when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord carried Philip away and the eunuchs saw him no more. Elijah and Second Kings, as they were walking along and talking, behold, a chariot of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind to heaven. These kind of scriptures get me so excited and I'm going to dive in briefly in a moment about my own personal experiences of the spiritual realm. And one of the reasons I want to publish this podcast so early on, the reason that I've made it episode two is because in later episodes we will be going deeper into these things like the dangers of witchcraft, soul ties, deliverance ministry, spiritual gifts, so it's just key to have this really basic understanding established now. And you know, this might be completely new to some of you as a Christian, and I totally get it. Like they don't teach you this in Sunday school. It is not a hot topic in the church, but it's basic biblical truth. Paul tells us to walk by the Spirit, and I have listened to so many testimonies in books of people who say just how much more real the spiritual realm is when they experience it than the physical. And so just hang with me, use your discernment, and I really, really encourage you to go on a journey to researching this and studying the scriptures. You know, you can live your Christian walk by limiting God, by limiting the things of the Spirit. But why? Why would you choose to do that out of ignorance and fear? This stuff is real. It's in the Word of God. And when the physical realm and the spiritual realm meet, crazy, unexplained 
unexplainable things happen. We are to live a life open to the callings and supernatural ways of God. These supernatural encounters were not just for the Old and New Testament or for the super spiritual in Christian circles. They are not just for when we get to heaven, they are for today and when you have a taste of that, you'll understand why and you will hunger for more. What I want to say is this, if we fear God, then we as believers need not fear the realm of the spirit. However, we cannot be blind to how the enemy operates and uses this realm to suck so many, especially young people, into this phenomenon. So I want to take some time to open your eyes into the reality of witchcraft in the New Age movement, which is being so normalised in today's society. I won't go into too much detail because we will have a full episode on the dangers of witchcraft, but the first time we see anything relating to this is in the Old Testament where pagans enter into satanic rituals such as human sacrifice, more specifically child sacrifice, burning them alive as a sacrifice to their so-called gods. Now this was and is detestable to God and yet it still happens today. We also see that astrologers and magicians were in the Old Testament, spiritualists and psychics. These are not new. These have not just came about. These have been about since the very creation of the world. Again, today we have this as an entry point for people who are looking to tap into the supernatural to reconnect with dead relatives. You know, you can walk into a bookstore and literally buy your kids spell books, tarot cards, angel reading cards, Ouija boards. It is literally everywhere. Crystals, zodiac signs. It is so widely available for anyone and everyone to get that touch from the spiritual side. So you might be saying, what's the problem with that? It's just a little bit of harmless fun. But actually, that is what the devil tries to portray it as. He tries to portray it as a positive thing to manifest energy and abide by the law of attractions. But what the devil won't tell you is the terms and conditions of these things. You know, there is a spiritual contract that is made when you participate in anything spiritual. Let's just take me, for example, just to help you guys understand. So as a born again believer, I have entered into a blood covenant with my saviour Jesus Christ and through that I now have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit within my physical body right it's the same with the devil while you may not be aware that you're making a spiritual contract the reality is you are you're given legal rights for demons to enter into your spirit and yes at first they will bring you good things you might get what you were manifesting you know you might get the pay rise you might get the girlfriend you might get the new job you might get the new car you might get what it was that you were looking for but you will also get a whole lot of demons which are anxiety which are fear depression paranoia poverty sickness and so on like legit you have no idea how deep simply dabbling can take you at this point i just want to direct you to some amazing teaching on this some of which is from people who used to live a life devoted to this stuff so the first would be john ramirez i think john ramirez is just amazing he has books youtube videos so many interviews about how he was the third rank warlock to satan in america and how he dabbled in stuff that is just so far beyond any human imagination you can also check out isaiah saldivar Jenny Weaver, like all these people give you teachings as well as interviews with ex-witches and warlocks and even just people from the New Age community. So they are so good to check out if you're looking to research more into this or if you want to hear some testimonies, then go check 
them out. What I want to express is how very real and how very dangerous this stuff is and how difficult deliverance can be that can only come about through Jesus Christ. Mary Magdalene in the Bible had seven demons cast out of her. You know, Jesus spent a large majority of his ministry casting out demons and yet no one talks about deliverance or how demons are at the root cause of so much oppression in and of the world. If you're not a Christian and you've never read the Bible, I totally encourage you to even pick it up. You don't have to agree or enter into anything, but just to read, like the stories are so amazing. The Bible is crazy. God never ever chooses self-righteous religious people. He is always chosen for the downcast, broken, just like us. Um, sorry if you're offended by that, but we are. We're downcast, we're broken. We needed a savior. And so if you haven't read the Bible, I really encourage you just to read it, not to enter into Christianity or anything like that, but just to hear the different stories that we're talking about and it's not just made up like this is real anyway as a christian and as spirit beings as born again believers i truly believe dreams visions encounters should be a regular occurrence in your walk with god Somehow we've got it mixed up that if you experience these things regularly, then you're the weird one. When actually I would argue that if you're a Christian and you've never experienced these things, then I would say that's pretty weird because it is in the Bible. It's talked about by the New Testament apostles and disciples. There's so many accounts of people in the world right now in 21st century having extreme supernatural experiences and encounters and receiving salvation through that. And if you think about it, how do we wage war and fight from a Christian perspective? perspective it is in the spiritual realm you know our prayers enter the very throne room of god where he dwells where he sends angels on assignments to fight for us you can read about this in the book of revelation how many times in the old testament did someone encounter an angel of the lord receive a vision a dream from god you know this is how he speaks he's the same god that worked in that way back then and he is moving in that way right now so let me move on to my own personal encounters of the supernatural. So praise God, I never really dabbled into anything too extreme when I wasn't saved. Like as a joke, I remember doing a Pam reading with a work colleague. I did a little bit of meditation in the park. I don't know how many spirits of witchcraft I was allowing in and that could have opened so many doors to me. So I would just definitely warn you against even dabbling anything at all. You can get so much sickness. You can get like simple things like headaches. You can get sickness. You can get disease. You can get, like I said, fear, anxiety. Like all these things come in from simply dabbling. However, since I've been saved, I mentioned in episode one briefly that I'd receive regular visions from God. You might be asking how do you know that they're from God? Well when you're walking intimately with the Father and the Holy Spirit there's really no doubt but practically speaking some of these visions have already came to pass so I have visions or dreams that I've received in my phone that I've written down from like a year ago and I'm actually living in them right now they've actually been fulfilled in what I'm doing right now there was one point in my journey where I was receiving so many dreams with snakes in them which I now know were warnings from God about something that I was planning in my life I can also sense presences like specifically I've experienced where I can sense the atmosphere of fear and anxiety. I've yet to be transported out my body 
that would be crazy. I'm yet to see an angel in the physical realm. I have seen them in the spirit, but there are times when the physical and spiritual will meet and that is when you will physically see these spirit beings. I honestly hope I haven't put anyone off by this stuff. Like it is so real and I couldn't be more convinced by it. It's like no wonder so many people are drawn to the supernatural. We just need people to be accessing it for the safest and best way possible, which is through God's spirit, only by the leading and invitation of the Holy Spirit. And so many of us have probably experienced some form of supernatural experience. Like the horror movies you watch, they are real demonic possession. The ideas people get for movies, for music, for video games, it is all from the spiritual realm. I'm going to push this a bit further because I believe the older we get from when we are a child, our spiritual eyes actually get closed off so quickly by society and specifically by our parents. So in Matthew 18 verse 3, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. There's something about childlike innocence. You know, they are still on a road to discovery. They don't care about people's opinions. They don't know the world the way that we as adults have been taught by society. When children have imaginary friends, when they are younger and they're convinced they exist, can I propose it might actually be spiritual beings that they're interacting with? You know, when people see something out of the corner of their eye or something moves in their house, like it is real. No question, astral projection is real. Spells are real and that is all operated through the realm of the spirit. Obviously, that is the demonic things that people are entering into. All I want to say is praise God for the protection and the safety through the blood of Jesus Christ. Because we are untouchable to the devil. Yes, he can scheme against us, cause pain and affliction, but he will never lay a finger on us unless ever permitted by God, who always has our best interests at heart. You know, we are shielded by the powerful, precious blood of Jesus Christ. So that means we have no fear of death or in life through Jesus. I know this is a heavy topic and maybe an unsettling one for people who have just never been exposed to this kind of teaching but really the more we talk about this, the more that we explore this, the more that you will come to the realisation that this is biblical truth. These things are real and when your eyes are opened God will take you on a personal journey into encounter with him through the guiding, leading and discretion of the Holy Spirit. We need discernment and use discernment as you listen and watch these teachings and always, always, always get strong biblical foundation before you accept anything. But also don't close yourself off. Don't live a one-sided Christianity. That's why some walk away. That's why some walk away from the faith because they never truly encounter and experience the Holy Spirit or Jesus. This is definitely a topic that I want to hear your views on. I'd also love to hear anyone's testimonies about your experience of the supernatural realm. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for coming along today. And we will see you on the next episode of Unspoken Logos. God bless and have an amazing, amazing week. Thank you so much for staying tuned and listening to my podcast. If you want to find out more about me and more about what I'm up to, then please check out my social media links in the description of this video. And I can't wait to have you guys for the next podcast.